This is ATL Day Ones, part of Locked On Sports Atlanta. And it starts now. Welcome into ATL Day Ones with Jarvis and Tanitra. We are live for you right here. We just want to say thank you uh, for making ATL Day Ones your first listen of the day. And also, remember, we're free and available wherever you download your podcast. And wherever you download your podcast, make sure you leave us a five-star review. Man, the reports are that the Atlanta Falcons are interested in Jimmy Garoppolo. What? Can the, can the Georgia Bulldogs win a national championship with all those folks that got drafted last year? And last but not least, and for the culture, death to the turnover chain? We'll talk about all that next. But first, we have to talk about this. All right, so T, the Atlanta Falcons obviously have Marcus Mariota on their roster. They drafted Desmond Ritter. So I think that a lot of people were expecting it to be a healthy competition you know, between yeah. those two guys going into training camp. But here we are looking at reports from multiple, multiple guys, multiple blue check dudes mm-hmm. or blue check media, as John Chuckery <laughs> likes to say, that are reporting that the Falcons may be interested in Jimmy Garoppolo. What in the world? Yeah, that one kind of came from left field, especially when we talked just yesterday about the fact I still have a lot of needs for it. For example, with the Eddie Goldman retirement. And so that leaves your interior kind of that maybe they would be focused on that however however if they got a call from Sam Fran to say hey are you interested I understand why Terry Fontenot probably took that call but it scratched my head because like you said there's already not a log jam but it feels like a log and Ritter and I, I don't know at this point Jarvis just coming back from injury we don't he is still capable of so I don't know about that one. It's it's kind of weird because when you think about it, it's a it's a situation where you know San Francisco is pretty much said they're going to move on. Kyle Shanahan talked about you know he's kind of bounced around the idea of him being traded and kind of being a little coy about it once he. Um, but the thing about it was the injury. The holdup was the injury. Right now that he's reportedly coming around, oh. supposedly healthy or whatever or can they able he's able to throw the football now that they give him permission to seek a trade i think it's mm-hmm. i don't think there's really a, a healthy market for it because especially if you're talking about the falcons who have two capable guys um that they are part of arthur smith's system and 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 are very familiar with their system with especially mark marcus specifically marcus mariota and ritter is kind of you know getting gain history as far as knowing what what to do and how to call plays and trying to figure the whole, that whole thing out i just don't think that it makes sense at this point like because unless 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 you don't like what you see once practice get going if you don't like what you see once practice gets going then I might be like, okay, then it, I can under, I, I can understand them being interested in a guy like Jimmy G. Yeah, I would agree. I really want to see, and we talked about anybody in pads yet. We haven't, haven't seen a preseason game to see how does Desmond Ritter handle the real time, right? Or to see if Marcus Mariota, now that he's back with Coach Arthur Smith, if he's the thing that gets the Falcons beyond the first like three or four games, right? 
So, yeah, I feel like it's kind of early about going after Jimmy G, although I know you have to have the conversation because there may be some other suitors out there. And as of where we are in, in the kind of off season leading up to the preseason, this may be getting, I don't want to say on a chip, but maybe you get him for less than you'd have to pay for that's wise than maybe you would have had two or three months ago. But still, right. I, I don't know on this one. Although, look, in San Francisco calling, they said they want to give up Debo. So, okay, that's a different story. But anyway. <laughs> oh, that's a whole other conversation right there, T. <laughs> you see a difference if that was the call that was made. But yeah, it's interesting. I really just want to see what my Mario, at least for the first couple of days in training camp and also maybe in a joint practice kind of see what and then if Jimmy G's still around and the Falcons particularly Arthur Smith he and Dave are going to want to go in a different direction and that's fine I think the other thing is this he and and granted they, they do have Debo Samuel right but mm -hmm. there really wasn't an opportunity how he might working in an offense that may be focused more on the run than the past, right? Is he actually a fit for the system? I don't know that he's necessarily a fit. Yeah, and, and, and I'm with you on that because it that you're talking about fit, scheme, fit, and like I said, like I mentioned before, like Marcus Mariota is a fit because he's been in system Arthur yeah. Smith's system before. And now, you know, in the spring, Desmond Ritter has come in. He's starting to familiarize himself with the playbook and what Arthur Smith actually wants from him as a quarterback. And I think that, you know, at this juncture, I don't think Jimmy G is necessarily a good idea. But what I do think is a good idea, T, tell about the folks who's looking for some jewelry and talking about Blue Nile and how they can help them out. See, when I'm talking, I put my glasses on so I can can see the fine print <laughs> <laughs> guys i want to introduce you or reintroduce you because Jarvis and i tell you about it all day every day and then online jewelers so if you are looking to get engaged or you just want to maybe get gifts for a birthday just saying then you want to visit blue nile as a com. now there are two parts as we mentioned it's wedding jewelry so that that can be for an engagement or an anniversary. If you have just a nice spot that you want to go to and you just want to do, do it up, well, boom, there it is for you. Now, the other piece there is this. It's simple. How many times have you gone to, I have no idea about, wait, I have no idea about what they're talking about when, it, as it relates to all of this. Online tools are very, very simple at Blue Nile to get you up to speed on how to paint. And the other thing there is about the fine jewelry. If you're having trouble choosing, they have experts have it. And so you make your moments sparkle with jewelry like you get from bluedisle.com and of course luck and our audience our viewers you get $50 off of a purchase of $500 or more. So to this podcast network, you use the code locked on again and I'll tell you locked on plus insured. You've got to love that. It ships Free and most importantly, it's going to be shipped very discreetly. So again, and find your forever peace at BlueNile.com and do it today. Go ahead, and do it today. Don't don't wait around. Don't stop, man. Procrastinating. That's that's my, those are my issues. Don't be don't be like me. <laughs> but see, speaking of you know not procrastinating, the Falcons didn't waste any time naming 
one of their own, one of their former players, a Bill Walsh coaching intern. That's Courtney Upshaw. He played for the Atlanta Falcons back in 2016 and 2017. And he's going to get an opportunity. He's currently a head, an assistant coach at Grayson uh, here in the state of Georgia. So he's going to get an opportunity to get some exposure to some NFL training camps, some offseason workouts. How about that? Um, congratulations, Courtney Upshaw. It's pretty cool. It, it absolutely is. And, you know, there, there are so many great programs that the Falcons are lead to our buddy Harry Douglas and the opportunity that he's been afforded with that team. We know that he has, to me, he has coaching blood running through his veins. So you oh, look no at doubt. Yeah. yeah, you look at an opportunity and also a special teams coordinator, Marquise. Mm-hmm. Uh, he and I spoke at length about the program had on him and getting him up to speed and kind of getting him up the ladder, which special teams coordinator opportunity so i love that they are going back and reaching back already in the falcons family kind of understands the philosophy of the organization and just can't say really special opportunity for him no doubt about it speaking of opportunity t uh kirby smart has is the has an opportunity to be one of the or is he, he is taking advantage of the opportunity to be one of the highest paid coaches in college football. My goodness. Georgia agrees to extend him a 10-year deal. $112.5 million. And I find it interesting that this news comes out right after he speaks at SEC Media Days. Because we know how uh, close to the vest uh, Kirby can be and how he really doesn't enjoy the whole uh, song and dance about SEC media days, but the fact that he was able to become one of the highest paid college football coaches in the country, I think that's pretty cool coming off of uh, winning the national championship. So much that we can dig into and what happened with SEC media day is when the dog show mark, but really everything that we saw from them, there were so many nuggets that I felt like, wow, the possibility of this team, even as you mentioned, Yes, they've had 15 players depart, but that they have confidence in the guy at the helm. They're right. saying we that you can get us another one. So when when the news came down about the 10 years and and the 100, so I thought, yeah, that that makes perfect sense because not right. only gotten you a chance, you hadn't had that tasting about them for decades, but also you. You know about his recruit a couple of days ago. He is a master at it. So you're going to see the cycle continue to where Kirby is in another stratosphere. And one more thing I want to say, just you mentioned it a couple of days ago. It was one of our questions in that conversation with a Nick Saban or with a Dabo Sweeney. This tells me that they're already he's, he's getting there. No doubt about it. And we'll talk about can he get there up next can he get that second national championship? Can he get back-to-back national championships and get his name up into the Dabo Sweeney in a Nick Saban conversation? We'll talk about all of that next right here on ATL Day Ones with Jarvis and T. Don't go anywhere. It's Locked On Sports Atlanta. Welcome back to ATL Day Ones. I am Tanitra. You guys are our five-star listeners who keep going to every platform we're giving us five star reviews and we love it and we thank you for it we appreciate you guys for rocking with us and you know what i appreciate when someone owns media days right 
I'm here all about that tomorrow. We're going to give you guys some insight and some intel on what's going on in the down in Atlanta. So this is Birmingham, by the way, but down in Atlanta or up, whichever the case may be, media time these last four days. But I feel like, Jarvis, when I walked, like it was the, I don't want to say the introduction, but it was like, allow me to reintroduce, because I really felt like we owned the room. Right, I felt of course, like, yeah. Like, even with the controversy a, a few months ago, with Nick Saban, and Jim Hart rose above it. And I felt like, like this past week, he, he and that in Stetson Bennett there, uh, he was one of the guys, uh, Cedric Van Praan was another, and of course, like, they are on a mission. They are on a mission. So, yes, they have lost 15 players. So, like they're reloading. And I'm going to say one thing that you can appreciate from someone like Nolan Smith, because I know you. Nolan said he is so excited to be able to not just prove himself, which Kirby's, but he said just, just like he had to sit for a couple years and wait his turn to a crop of freshmen that he's excited about, that he feels like they have something to prove. So kind of Moxie, just to, to start the conversation with the dogs, do you feel like they have every opportunity at second chip? Yeah, I think so, because here's the thing, like, Kirby understands how you're able to do that, right? Like, he was kind of was up under that, that dude over there in the SEC West that, you know, everybody can't stop talking about once SEC media days come around. And I think right. that, you know, there's a certain mindset that you have to have in order to repeat, right? And I think that when you see so many guys leave, uh, there are essentially a, a lot of the core, pretty much all of the core of those guys are gone. So it's hard to have a certain mindset coming back from a national championship versus a lot of guys stepping into those roles have to prove themselves. So they can't go into it like, oh, yeah, we won a national championship because some of those, a lot of those guys didn't even play. So you, you got the ring, true enough, but I think there's guys want to be able to say, you know what, we got a ring last year, but – like we can really earn one. This one, this one will mean a little bit different if we were to get this one this year because, like I said, Nola Smith, you know, he's been a, a guy who was super recruited coming out of high school and he hasn't really quite lived up to it. So I think that this is the opportunity for him to kind of, you know, get his shine on, uh, so to speak. So I think that, you know, with the, the mindset that they have and Kirby's, like you said, Kirby Smart is a, an excellent recruiter. So – there's talent just waiting in the wings. Essentially, they just everybody just grabbing their ticket. Like, all right, I'll wait till this uh, first round, future first round to go, so I can get my turn right. for two years and I can go ahead and ball. So, and and that's essentially what Nolan Smith is doing. And I, I think that add this piece in too. You might you might you lose your your mind on this one. You do have a guy who's at the, the up under center coming back for you, and I think that you know Kirby talked about him yesterday as well about how. Right. The people around him have a lot more confidence in the person like coming into last year because he's coming into this season as the starter. Well, hold that thought because there are a couple nuggets that you gave in talking about Nolan Smith and what it means and the things that they've built and they want to build. But speaking of Bill, let's tell the people about Bill Barr. Bill Barr, this is from, you know, let me tell you something about Bill Barr. This is from the people who invented healthy and tasty. 
comes the latest gift to your taste buds. You probably tried the amazing coconut brownie chunk built bar, right? But guess what? Your friends at Built have given coconut brownie chuff chunk, excuse me, the puffs treatment. I absolutely love it. And I ain't gonna lie. When I first tasted the puff, and I was just like, oh my God, this is a different texture. But in actuality, I've come to absolutely love it. And the coconut brownie chunk puff is exactly what you need. So stop drooling and listen. They are good for you. They're low calories, low sugar, high in protein because you know you need that protein to lose that weight because that's what I've been actually doing. I've been losing this weight, and, and Built Bar has helped me do that. You know, when you got that craving, that hunger, and you're in between meals, I'm like, man, go get you a Built Bar. Now, you know, delicious coconut, rich, sweet, brownie, creamy marshmallow, you know, like, I know, I know you're ready. I know you're ready. But here's, here's how, once you're ready, Here's what you're gonna. Here's what we're gonna do for you. Go to built.com. Use promo code LOCK15, and you're gonna get 15% off of your order. Use the promo code LOCK15. Go to built.com. LOCK15. You're gonna get 15% off. Go ahead and get it right now. That brownie chunk puff is waiting on you. <laughs> I love it. Speaking of locked in. Locked in, absolutely. You know what I love about him, Jarvis? He is unboxed about it. He's heard, right. heard it all. He's seen it all. There's really nothing that you could say about him, Tim. But I still feel like low-key, he has a little chip on his shoulder. And I think that's a good, good thing that he has a chip on his shoulder. And he also still comes back with so many weapons. I mean, his tight end room. So, good. yeah. <laughs> 13 personnel every down. <laughs> like three tight ends. They can run three tight ends on the field and those will be the best receivers on the field playing that day. Like literally. <laughs> and Kirby Smart even talked about, you know, he's still really high on Eric Gilbert backyard. So, yeah, so many weapons for him to use. And I'm thinking, among others, but the fact that he's still hungry and Kirby Smart talked about to the younger players but really there he like like he said there's still players out there even on defense like can improve and he's to show his best that's and Bennett may not be looking necessarily but he came back this year I believe Jarvis to prove something I, I still think he has a little bit as unbothered as he is that chip is still saying oh I'm gonna prove you wrong and that I think yeah, that though that's 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 the key because like I said, and, and like the thing about like like you, it's one thing to have three guys you can throw the rock to: Eric Gilbert, Darnell Washington, and Brock Bowers. Mm -hmm. But for it to be a compliment to the the quarterback, because you know he likes to work the middle of the field, like that's where he thrives at. You know, getting rid of the ball, getting the ball out of his hands, and and you having those tight ends right there to as you know safety nets. Essentially, have three safety nets on the field at one time. That can be something that I think that is going to help Stetson Bennett be a lot, maybe even be a little bit more productive than he was last year. And if the defense, which is going to probably take some time to get get, sure. get everything together, I think that, you know, Georgia might be cooking with some fish grease because we already know that schedule is a little weak sauce, just to be honest. Yeah. So they're going to have some time to kind of figure things out on defense while that, that, while that offense gets rolling because they're going to be running the football and play action throughout the day. Todd Munkin has already had his game plan for the next 10 games. He's ready to roll. Exactly. And you like Cedric Van Pran, who 
back and is ready. It's like if you and man, you kind of wish you had that kind of protection in flowery branch, but you certainly have it in Athens. With it, it should really give an opportunity for Todd Munkin to just continue to unload here for. But the other thing I think is this, and Jarvis, this, this may not pay dividends immediately, but look, UGA is looking for just the immediate dividends. I think they're also looking to build, right? They're looking for in multiple seasons. And with that said, Kirby Smart also talked about his thoughts and his feelings. And again, forward thinking gets you a long way, right? And right. not thinking archaic. And one of the things he said was, I like it. And he, he, he was honest. He said, definitely, definitely right. So what um, Brock Flowers is going to get may not be what the walk are all going to get something and he, he said that's one thing's for sure so, so and he gave some great examples just some real may have some family issues back home this can help your family right 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 this will give people uh players an opportunity to maybe still capital they're having in college but my point being jarvis when you have that type of forward thinking and Mentality, forward thinking mentality to us. You're also thinking about the future. You're thinking about that next recruit, one after that, knowing that someone in Athens embraces the opportunity for them off of their names. And to be honest with you, like, like let's all keep it a book. Like, NIL is not going anywhere. It's not going away. <laughs> like, Nick Saban complaining about it. Dabo complaining about it. It's not going to go. It's not going away. And I think that, like you said, that forward thinking, thinking ahead. Yeah. You know, that's how he attacks being a coach, right? He knows that rec- how important recruiting is, and he's an excellent recruiter. And he's been. A, He's recruited really well in the seven years that he's been down in Athens. So I think he's attacking he, – like that mindset, right? We talked about the mindset and how important that is. He's using that same mindset, that same forward thinking, saying, you know what, I'm going to embrace this thing. I'm not going to complain about it. Yeah, right. there may be a little tweaks to it, but that's how things are when you first start off. Like it's going to be some things – it's going to be some things you're going to have to figure out and how to, how to work the system. And once you work, figure out how to work the system – the better is going to benefit you for the long run. So he can see the end of that 10-year contract that he just received. So, but yeah, but Kirby, like he he, he understands the game and, and, I, and I, I'm proud of him for it because like, you know how annoyed I've been getting about the, how these coaches are responding to all this NIL stuff. And because like I said, it's not going anywhere. So stop complaining about it and figure it out. Yeah. Yeah. And I appreciate the fact that he, he tell he appreciates what they did as a team last year but i think the other piece they work in that mindset about be hungry be hungry yeah you might have eaten a little bit uh, keely ring nolan smith but you all should be still hungry stetson bennett we know you say you don't have anything to prove already starting to plant the seeds to let them know that we don't want to be satisfied with ship and we don't want to be satisfied with being like the sec east Division winner, like now nah, we're we're even past being just the SEC champions. In order for us to really elevate, instantly, and also as we said, have that as a recruiting tool. A lot of the energy is insane. I mean, you got a ring, okay? Be hungry, and I think that to me, that's why I was. You know how you walk away from these media days, and sometimes the question is, who won the day? I think Kirby Smart won the day. 
no doubt about it is no doubt in my mind that he actually won that bad boy down there and i think that when you you think about what it is that kirby is trying to do and, and be i think it's just a matter of him just being in a situation where he's going to be that guy and he understands that he's going to be that guy and i think that's what's going to help them get off into that national championship but coming up next we have an interesting proposition by Mario Cristobal. We'll talk about what that is and what they're talking about and what he's going to do and what he's done right here on ATL Day Ones and Jarvis and T. Final segment of ATL Day Ones with Jarvis and Tanitra. We want to thank you for rocking with us throughout the entire show. We want to thank you for making ATL Day Ones your first listen of the day. And remember, we're free and available wherever you download your podcast. And wherever you download your podcast, leave us a five-star review. We're up over to 2,500 subscribers. Oh, my goodness. You guys have been letting us feel the love, and we have definitely been feeling the love. But, but T... And we just want to say thank you for that. T, now this is for the culture. It is the intersection between sports, entertainment, and the culture, and sometimes whatever the heck we want to talk about. Now, we all know how, you know, the University of Miami or the U, you know, have been known for being flamboyant. And I think that once this turnover chain, what came out in 2017, I believe, when they started this bad boy, um, it looks like it's being laid to rest. Because, you know, Mario Cristobal, who's now the head, head coach of that particular team, he said, let's put it this way. We've been working so hard and paying attention to so many other things that, in my opinion, are much more critical to winning football games and having success that it really hasn't been a subject or a topic, Cristobal. We won't be using it. So it looks like RIP to the turnover chain, T. And that makes me sad. Because you know what, Jarvis? I, so I I like extra things. And yeah. to me, shockingly, me too. <laughs> I know I know it's a shock to some of y'all, but me too. I, I loved it. <laughs> yeah, he's that. But anyway, and that's what I thought. I thought it was very motivating. It was kind of fun. It was fun for us as fans to just kind of see who was going to get the chain this week, if anybody was going to get the chain. So I don't know. It's fun out of it. Kind of like people say NFL is the no fun league to me that just, just kind of takes the fun teams actually mirror it with their version of the mm -hmm. turnover chain so it kind of college football so no i don't really like him taking that away because i i can even think about uh when i i was a dancer in college so therefore i understand it's not quite sports but you know there were some right. for that particular week you know you got to lead the charge or you got to dance Man, if for the when we were on BET, boom, that was that was your version of a turnover. Everybody likes something to motivate them to, to show up and show out. So I don't know. I didn't think it's on. I mean, my whole thing is like I get it from a standpoint of because I think that he wants to come in and establish his own culture or what he feels like, you know. The you should be because you know he was part of it you know he played in it and won championships and, and understands what you know what they're trying to do down there so i kind of get it from that standpoint but man oh like you just want to have a little fun that's it like what what are we talking about here right hopefully he brings it back like an iteration of it that helps to us once he establishes his culture mate so maybe we'll be looking for that a new version of it 
Yeah, I I, th- I think some. I think that's a possibility. I think you're onto something because it's it's almost like when a new coach comes in, like a lot of times there are going to be some guys who are like, man, I don't like this dude, you know, because I'm sure he's met with every player on that on that roster and had sit downs with them and, and kind of get a feel for like who these guys are and and whether or not they're going to stick around man, because that's that's his motive and you know a lot, a lot of people don't want to think that or, or or don't understand that but when new college coach head coaches comes in comes in they want to weed out the dudes that they feel that aren't going to be around and I think that this may be a part of that. And I think that once he, like you said, once he gets his guys in there, gets the recruits that he's had in there for two or three years and, and understands that, understands what he's trying to do and the type of culture he's trying to establish so they can pass it down as those recruiting class keeps coming in. So they'll make his jobs a little bit easier, you know, when in establishing that culture because each one teach one. Because that's the good, the great, the good to great head coaches. That's what they do. They teach the the incoming guys that what they what it is, and then those guys then teach the the incoming classes year by year after year. And I think that that's what he's trying to do. And I get that part of it. But you know, just man, sometimes you just want to have a little fun, T. But before before we get to what is going on and else in the Florida culture, T, tell them folks about coffee. A-M. Yeah. So, Jarvis, you were talking about each one teach each one. So, this is our opportunity for our audience, right? And we try to school mm-hmm. you today on Coffee A-M. So, as I mentioned to you guys, I'm here in Birmingham for SWAC Media Day. And, and exciting was waking up at 5 a.m. to get, get to my radio show, but also to get here to keep myself going. And the way you saw Jarvis bouncing off the wall. Balls a couple days ago, keeping <laughs> That's me. Going. <laughs> we love it. We absolutely love it. And of course, you guys know that it is Rose Backyard. So that's a beautiful thing for us because we always want to support our own businesses. Now, listen, it's fresh. Don't you want things that are fresh? Don't you want to know that if you order this, it could be tea or it could be a gift set, that it's going to be literally roasted. That particular, that's the beauty of it, right? When you order, that's when they start churning away. So you're talking about fair trade. You're talking about getting coffees from all over the world so that you guys have the best. Uh, so if you want to get some of this, it's really simple. Coffeeam.com is on. That, that's how you find out about more about, about Coffee AM, more, more about their teas, but also gift sets that you may want to give to others. And for that first order, you, you can actually get a checkout by using the coupon code locked on. So again, you go to coffeeam.com, back at locked on coupon code, get your 15% off, get yourself a gift set, get yourself some tea to kind of calm, uh, rush our traffic or get yourself some coffee to hype you up like Jarvis and I are right now. No, no doubt about it. Definitely go check out coffee. A.M. Now, T, the ESPYs went down last night. The ESPYs, ESPYs went down last night, and still Steph Curry was hosting, and I think that, you know, there were some <clears throat> uh, some uh, some misses uh, on some of those jokes that he was trying to tell last night, and uh, some a lot of people was talking about it needed a little water. It was a little dry last night with those, with those uh, comedians, but what were your, some of your impressions of the uh, ESPYs last night? That was probably my favorite part jay pharaoh's impression 
Layton song. Oh, <laughs> and the impressions. Yes. <laughs> I saw him last year and he's special. He's special. Just he's to be able super to. talented. Yes. Yes. Super talented. So I know this part dragged on a little bit for me when Draymond Green was doing his kind of like, I thought that was a cool, cool concept. Was, I like I like the concept. The execution went all that great. Yes. <laughs> yes. yes. Truncated a little bit. And also, I, I don't know. I kind of see for me, I already know. So I'm already expecting kind of a dry humor, kind of a laid back attitude and put a little dig in to Grant Williams and the Celtics. I don't know. I thought that was funny. And I like right. him with his kind of made me think about a drink so i don't know i have fun watching it but maybe i wasn't expecting he has a dry sense of humor so yeah that's true that's fair i mean i understand that i get it to you i understand (laughs) i i just was enjoying kind of the scene of it and you know me always thinking about like party planning and stuff like that i was so busy looking at the layout i admit i kind of missed that piece with like him and his drugs that didn't quite hit. And the fact that as a female, there was really a lot of homage paid to were really recognized and respected after ESPN actually got some flat, um, inviting a couple of key WNBA players. So, but right. again, for it, I think they caught the error of their ways, especially in the wake of us trying to bring light or the grinder so i think i think i was more focused on those pieces uh, i thought that was amazing and of course looking at um when they gave kind of the humanitarian award to uh, the former who's now the mayor of key mm-hmm. and what, oh yeah that was good people. that was good yeah that was good yeah, yeah. So just watch that piece i thought that was awesome so i don't know maybe i just didn't pick it apart because i <laughs> Well, 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 we got well, T. We got to tell the folks, you know, thank you um, for for you know making ATL Day One your first stop. But make sure you go check out A to Z with Mark Zeno. Make that your second listen of the day as you peruse through the Locked On Sports Atlanta shows. We had a lot of good stuff on board for just for you. But coming well, coming up on tomorrow's show, T. Yeah. Braves get cranked back up tomorrow night. We'll preview the series against the Angels. Make sure you come back and check us out. Yeah, Y'all come back now. Dream versus Spark on the road. Let's go. Y'all come back now, you hear?